sweet. Good morning. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that woke me up. Put a little too much maple syrup in my coffee. That's cool. I don't think I've heard of anyone doing that before, but that sounds oh, really delicious. I love maple syrup in my coffee. Just a little drip, but this yeah. was this was a little too much. Too much? But it's nice. I was at a dinner party yesterday, and I was drinking Iranian tea with sapphire sugar, and God, it was good. Is that sugar from real sapphires? I Or saffron. Saffron sugar. That makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really well cultured. That would be delicious. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Cool. Um, this is Here's What's Spinning. <laughs> we should call it Here's What's Snowing. Here it's too. Kind of... Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, currently in Vancouver, it's like the snowiest I've maybe ever seen it. Wow. Like it looks like we're in the, it's a complete whiteout right now. That's crazy. So is the whole city shut down again? <laughs> Probably. I'm kind of hoping, actually, I do have this power, but I texted, there's only two people scheduled today. Yeah. Because Mondays, Tuesdays are just super slow at the brewery. So there's only two people scheduled anyway, and I texted her this morning, and I was like, every part of me wants to just have a snow day right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's nice. It looked, It's pretty. It is pretty. Yeah, I went uh, last weekend, I went and took a drive through the foothills because we had a big dump of snow, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go see what was happening. But uh, yeah, it was beautiful. I came across a few roads that were like perfectly serene and like untouched, and yeah, it was hmm. a good, good little drive. I saw a bunch of deer and a bunch of elk. Nice. And a coyote. Coyote. Yeah, and lots of trees. We have a bunch of news. I don't want to say a bunch of news. We have some news to go over. Um, the biggest one, if you listened to our podcast we did with John, yep, that was our Metallica song list, set, set list song draft. That's, That's right. Yeah, We um, did stuff with songs from Metallica. We did, and I was not happy about it. <laughs> Sometimes I go back and I put my set list that I got into a playlist yeah. and listened to it. And I did do that at work and I was like, so many songs I wish I would rather hear. <laughs> I was not happy. Oh, that's too bad. Started good. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't happy with everything else. With the result. Yeah. But if you listen to that episode, we started the episode, we started a Metallica-based episode with Sleep Token News because it was the biggest news that was happening if you listen to the pod at all or know me in any way personally you know that i am fully engulfed on the sleep token train and kyle's about to sneeze no you acknowledged it so it went away (laughs) (laughs) i was preparing for a sneeze into the microphone oh no i I muted it i i was prepared oh nice yeah (laughs) Oh, now my nose just hurts. <laughs> Don't you hate when that happens? Yeah. Um, we're fully engulfed on the sleep token train. And since our last um, review episode, because we only do them once a month now, they announced a new album. <clears throat> it's called Take Me Back to Eden. I think we kind of uh, 
sort of predicted this. Well, yeah, but between the uh, the forums, perusing forums for the album title, and seeing all the singles coming out, we jumped on that train of prediction. Right. Yeah. But it is official. May nineteenth. It's called "Take Me Back to Eden." Um. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I can already I tell you think... it's in my top ten. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. <laughs> I mean, there's five singles out. I've heard four of them. I think you've also only heard four of them. Mm, I think I stopped at three. Oh, so you haven't heard Aqua Rakea? No. Ooh, so bad. No, I uh, I stopped. As soon as we talked about the album title, I was like, I don't think I want to listen anymore. Until I know I went against my rule. I have no self-control when it comes to sleep token except with vor i haven't listened to vor yet but anyway we're pumped may 19th take me back to eden this might deserve a full-on deep dive and or like live reaction yeah yeah it very well might (laughs) i just very mel white very mel white i just can't stop listening to the summoning i just listen to it every day yep i said it when it came out and i still stand by it that it's the song of the air yeah truly incredible uh the news i have there was a a weird piece of news and it got me excited this morning i got an email because i'm a part of the fan club from (laughs) Wish people could see the video right now. <laughs> oh, my face just spasmed. Is this sneeze is still just like, sitting in my brain? Yeah, it, it looked like someone <laughs> tickled you with an invisible feather. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Or you spelt something really bad. One of the two. I don't think by the time this sneeze comes. I don't think you're going to have time to hit the mute button. <laughs> no, probably not. It'll be a surprise. Yeah. So, folks, if you hear a loud noise. Like a chew. <laughs> it's a sneeze. Uh, this news got me excited this morning because I'm a part of their fan club. I got an email from the Foo Fighters, and it said, dates, tour dates announced. And I said, yes. Can't wait to see that. And then I open up the thing. And it's a show in New Hampshire and Arkansas and Alabama. They announced three dates at three random cities. Not even like big cities. They're like Guilford, New Hampshire, Rogers, Arkansas, and Pelham, Alabama. And I said, that's possibly the worst show announcement I've ever heard in my entire life. That's really disappointing. But they're doing things. Yeah. So okay. I mean, they do stay relevant. Like the Fuvators are doing a good job of, you know, just being on people's radar. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm still waiting for like a. Maybe they won't announce a. I'm really curious how they're gonna. Mm-hmm. Do the the drummer thing, and like if they're gonna announce just touring. 
person or a, like a full-time member or what's going to happen with that? Yeah. It's, it's reminding me of, uh, you remember, um, well, when event sevenfold, when the rev passed, they kind of did the same thing. They kind of like stayed relevant. They got a interim drummer. They recorded a few albums and before they announced a full-time drummer, like it kind of feels like Foo Fighters might be going down that same path where they kind of just need to wait for the right fit, but are staying active. Yep. But Avenged Sevenfold was like, we're just going to announce that Mike Portnoy is our drummer <laughs> yeah. for an album, which was huge. Totally. I don't know if the Foo Fighters are going to be like, Chris, get someone, get someone big like that. Oh my yeah. gosh, can you imagine? Um, that's a good segue because Avenged Sevenfold was my other news. Oh, speaking of segues. Yeah, there's a minor, there was like a minor one involving Megadeth. They reunited with Marty Friedman on stage. So there's that. Cool. First time in 20 years. Kind of cool, I guess, if you care. Um, Avenged Sevenfold. So I don't know if you heard this story. So Avenged Sevenfold, like a few days ago, um, they were like announced for like a couple of major, like a few major metal festivals, rock and metal festivals. Okay. So on their Instagram a few days ago, there was a post that had the two major festivals. One was like Rock and Rio and one was another one that they were both supposed to headline. Um, Sonic Temple was the other one. They were both supposed to headline and, and they posted a picture on their Instagram and it was just like circled their headlining name and then like a big X through it. Like they were oh, not, not doing gonna the headline. show. Yeah. And then they have a podcast where they do like their, their it's like called tracks where they go song by song and dive deep into it. It's actually quite good. Yeah. You've told me about it before. I've been meaning to, I'm going to actually put it mm-hmm. on the list right now. Yeah, it's really interesting. So on Don't that, let me forget, I've got a podcast recommendation also, but I'll let you continue. Okay. Uh, on that podcast, there was a uh, M Shadows uh, did this, uh, said this thing and was like, talking about the festivals. He's like, yeah, our, our, uh, we're not going to do this. Uh, we're not going to do these two festivals. Everything's canceled. We're sorry to our fans. Blah, blah, blah. This whole spiel. Um, so <laughs> the other day on Twitter, at, like about 24 hours after all that stuff came out, uh, M Shadows on Twitter was like, um, none of this is true. Our account was hacked. What? And yeah (laughs) so hold on this gets kind of juicy so he goes our our account was hacked none of this is true we are playing those festivals blah 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 blah. then the then they posted on instagram yesterday this thing that kind of reiterated that our accounts have been compromised over the weekend and have now all been recovered our festival appearances have not been cancelled for the time being, please go to our Discord at the link in our bio for all future communications. So if you clicked the link to the Discord, it actually clicked, it actually opened up Avenged Sevenfold's website, which is completely redone and redesigned. 
And now people are thinking that this whole hacking thing is a marketing strategy for their new album. Oh. <laughs> oh, this world. I, like, you can't get, trust anything. <laughs> like getting them in the news again. And so yeah. if you go to... Um, so if you go to the website now, it's like a super old school looking website and there's like yeah yeah there's like a hidden crossword on the website okay and the crossword apparently spells uh the crossword apparently says the meaning of life is that it stops um and then this reddit user popped up and this Reddit user was called L L I B A D five three four three dot net. And when this Reddit user popped up, there, that's another website. Okay. So if you go to L I B A D five three four three dot net, another website pops up. It's full of like events and full of like gifts and everything like that. Yeah. And people are thinking that these gifts are little teasers to like potential either like new song titles for the album or like an overall concept. Cause there has been rumors out there that this is a full on concept record that they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then now people are obviously trying to kind of speculate what L I B A D stands for. And they're thinking, they're thinking that this LIBAD Reddit user is someone associated with the band and that that acronym is an acronym for the new album title. Right. But no one knows anything. So I haven't been on the Avenged Sevenfolds Seven website before, and I'm just on it now. And I just want to say it's super cool. If you go to like the Death Pass Club, it's like an old... Do you remember those websites where they had like little second person like towns and you had to like click on the different buildings and they were different things? Yep. They've got that. Like it's like a gamified website, but like from the early 2000s. Oh. Huh. Yeah. I'm going to it right now again. Well, now I'm excited for Event Sevenfold. I hope that it's good maybe it'll be in the in competition with sleep token i mean we'll see <laughs> yeah we will um this one looks different than what it was the other day oh, okay so if you go to the death bats club that's where i was that's cool oh the i the de, uh, the eventual io or whatever yeah Uh, it's nifty it is nifty oh and you can like zoom out and stuff yeah and there's the podcast and the gallery and the merch shop huh yeah cool okay okay they're they're doing some stuff yeah things are happening yeah so yeah, people think this is all a ploy um, that like 
Avenged Sevenfold like didn't actually get hacked and that it's all a play and it's part of a whole grand marketing scheme, which I think is kind of interesting. It is interesting. Um, that was it. I just thought that was kind of interesting. And this all kind of happened within the last couple of days. Cool. Um, <sighs> so a, f- a friend at work recommended a podcast called Shit Town. It's I thought called... you were going to say called Here's What's Spinning. <laughs> no. No. Uh, unfortunate. Yeah. The... Um, but shit town shit town town. or but you have to type in like s dash town okay as by a reporter and he gets like called by this clockmaker down to the states to go and like investigate a murder that was Mm -hmm. supposedly silenced and then shit just hits the fan and it's like really interesting it's only eight episodes but apparently like this is a, a a different style of podcast where it's kind of like one and done like stories and reports and that sort of stuff. Okay. As this guy does a whole bunch of different stories, investigations, but yeah, this one shit town was just, it was good. I binged the whole thing in a day. Is this your podcast recommendation? This is yeah. S dash town. Yep. I think I've, seen this not not this episode but like i recognize that thumbnail yeah i think it might have been publicized a while ago like this is 2013 i think is when it was released or 2014 oh no that's when the story was was oh no this is i'm I'm backwards 2017 2017 yeah but um a man named john who despises his alabama town yeah it's good listen to it Hmm. okay it's like yeah just an investigative journalism story but like with real recordings of interviews and stuff it's right interesting it makes you question how much of different people's experiences like it really makes you realize how much other people's experiences we just don't know about oh yeah for sure yeah yeah we just watched a murder two murder mystery things that were both very good and kind of wild. Yeah. One of them was called stolen youth. And it was all about this dad of a college girl that like got out of jail and for like fraud or something. And like kind of his whole life got torn down. So he moved in with, he moved in with his, daughter and all of their college roommates on this college dorm and started a like a sex cult in this <laughs> okay. college dorm it, yeah. was, it was it was wild it was really good but it was like just messed up yeah the world has so much shit in it that we just don't know or see or mm-hmm. acknowledge really yeah and then the other one came up on netflix called the murdoch 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 murders murdoch murders Okay, that's not like the Murdoch Mysteries, like CBC special. No, no, I think it's spelt the same though. Oh, maybe not. Oh no, it's a family's last name. Okay, and it's all about this like powerful family at this in this like in these southern states. Go figure that like these like five murders get all tied to their whole family somehow. Jeez, it's quite wild. It's really good. Okay. Okay. 
Um, while we're on it, you watched a show since we talked last. Oh, yes. That I recommended to you. Kaleidoscope. What did you think? I really liked it. I watched it in the published order. Yeah, same uh, here. Yeah, because I didn't want to have to jump around on the Netflix thing and skip the autoplays. And I was being lazy, basically. <laughs> oh. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I liked the the storyline. I liked the twists. I liked the um, the kind of undertones. The only complaint I have about the published order is that we see the ending before the story's done. And so the like mm-hmm. last episode is a little bit last lackluster. Like once you know everything's done. Like like you see sorry, I should yep. say that. We see after the heist before the heist actually happens. And so we know yep. the results before the heist, which I found a little disappointing. Yeah. That's partly why I recommended you watch it in the chronological order chronological order because i felt the same yeah i would i would re-watch it again later on in mm-hmm. the chronological order yeah once i've had some time to forget it i would try that for sure yeah but i, I really liked it because i guess spoilers for anyone that's listening even though it's been out for like three months i most heist movies people get away with it and yes. i like that shit just hit the fan at the end of this one <laughs> Yeah. 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 For sure. Like like most heists, I imagine, would. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not every heist is Ocean's Eleven. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I that's what I have to think about it. Cool. I'm not done both seasons of Alice in Borderland yet. Okay. But so far, so good. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious how, because there's only two seasons, right? That's right. Yeah, and they're and it, done. Yeah, it wraps it up. It ra- it does wrap up. That's good. Yes, because yes, I'm wondering how they're going to wrap it up. I think. Sorry, I shouldn't say that they wrap it up completely, but they wrap it up satisfactorily. Like I think they leave just enough of a, a question mark that they could continue if they wanted, but hmm. it's like at least wrapped up enough that you're like, okay, I can put that away. Interesting. That'll be interesting. Yeah, I just got to the part um, in the, right in the middle, I think, of season two where um, they introduce the girl with one leg mm-hmm. and that Aguni guy who was like the, the big like shit disturber at the beach. Yeah. Who you think died in the fire comes back. Yeah. Cool. That's where I'm at. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. But yeah, I, I was wondering that because I know that there's only like the two seasons and from what I saw, there's not going to be any more. Yeah, which which like I say, they wrap up enough that you can like be comfortable with it. But I think that just from a, like a business standpoint, it's not smart to tie every loose end. So I think they leave like one or two open just in case. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to you in March. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely finish it by then because I only have like five left. Yeah, I've um I've been not watching as much TV in the last week and a bit, so or two weeks, and um so the only show I've really been following is Last of Us. Mm. 
Mm. And I, I don't want to talk about it, but it's so, so good. I just well, I don't you want to well, talk about it. Well, I just feel like I'm going to spoil everything. Because it's just, I just want to talk about everything. Fair. That one's a little harder to talk about because not everyone is caught up. Yeah. And also, like, some people might be waiting till the whole thing is out before they watch it. And also, yeah. like, it follows the game closely. So anyone who's played the game knows the story, but does veer off at points and like i don't know it, it i yeah. want to play the game so badly i'm sure the game sales have just skyrocketed since this shows out oh totally yeah I, they um, yeah they remastered I'm, it for ps5 did they? I, ha- I have one now yeah but i had already bought in the game for ps4 but didn't yeah. finish it and then i got a ps5 and i can't play it because the I don't have the disc version. Oh. <laughs> so I have to buy it again. And I was like, oh, it'd be cool to get the remastered one for PlayStation 5. And it's like $100. And I'm just like, I'm not, not buying yet. it again for $100. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, the show, what I will say about it is that um, keeps you on the edge of your seat. There's like just beautiful, beautiful scenery and like cinematography and just it just like great music, which a lot yeah. of the music is true to the game. Um, I yeah. will say the latest episode, episode seven, six is the last one I watched where they meet his brother. Oh, okay. So I'm ahead of you. Oh, okay. Cause Damn. I watched, I watched like the one that came out like two days ago. Oh yeah. I haven't watched that one yet. Hmm. I was going to say something. because my, my, my source for it for it hasn't has been busy this weekend <laughs> that's all i'll say mm. in public <laughs> fair enough yeah um i was gonna say something about it it wouldn't spoil it but it would maybe give you preconceived yeah, notions don't. as to how the episode is so i won't say anything yeah don't because i'm enjoying it so much on the edge of my seat um cool that was our tv wrap-up <laughs> yeah here's what's what did we say here's what's seeing here's what's <laughs> here's what's seeing we have uh february albums to go over yes um potentially some late january albums as well might be in this list uh definitely one because there's, there's, there's yeah there's, there's one, one that, yeah there's one that you told me I had to listen to. And then there's one that I listened to that was just ended up on our list. Okay, great. Um, yeah, I kind of like this format because we have a big list for January or for February. We have an even bigger list for March. And yeah. we neither of us have any idea what's going to be in here. I could comfortably predict like at least three or four of your albums, but where they land, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. When I um, I listened to almost every single album, but I chose not to rate some of them because I Same. have just been away from like my my brain's been drifting away from metal for the past two weeks. I've just been listening to like more rock and folk and alternative. Like it's just been drawing me over there, so I didn't listen in depth to a lot of metal 
there. Mm-hmm. Um, the m- one of my hints will be that uh, eight of my ten albums, mm-hmm. five and five of them and three respectively were released all on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, which is okay. interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, and I have some very late additions. Okay. Uh, who's first this time? Is it me this time? think so. You think so? Yeah, I don't know so, but I think so. We should just like decide on odds and evens is what we should do. Like I know that we're recording episode 59 right now. Oh, that way. I mean, yeah. yeah. Because then we can remember and not have this conversation every single episode. I'm 99% sure it's my turn because I remember you going first last time. Cool. So you're odds. I guess so. I am odd. You are. Uh, My number 10 album this month uh, was a late edition. It was released on February 17th, but I just... Uh, I just got around to listening to it for the first time yesterday Okay, while I was cleaning and enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. This is the band Graphic Nature with their album A Mind Waiting to Die. Great album title. It's not even on my list. Did, was it on a Santa? Yep. How, am, I missed it like 17 times. <laughs> like i went through this list so many times and i missed it every time apparently so cool 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 um this uh this album was very uh interesting i don't have too much to say about it i also didn't rate it um just for the recency-ness of it yeah um i was a little concerned with the first song because it started out it's like it kind of felt like um uh, it kind of felt like the plot in you kind of rage against the machine, but like a lot heavier. Okay. Like kind of old school slipknot meets rage against the machine. So like, um, kind of like that rap right. borderline rap metal stuff. Yep. But, um, and the first song was really like that. And like the drum sounded super weird, but I think it was just a weird intro song. Cause after that, it really kind of kicks in and they find their they find their groove, so to speak. And I yeah, it went from an album being like, oh man, I don't think I'm gonna like this to I was like, shit, I really like this. Fair enough. So that was cool. That's okay. all I have to say. I would I don't know if it's gonna be my one recommendation for you yet, but we'll see. Sure. Um, my number 10 album of this week or this month that I rated is from the artist Paramore with the album. This is why that's the, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Very catchy song. Yeah. So that's exactly what I noted that the thing was catchy. But I, but overall, I don't know. I find that her voice has gotten a little bit whaley and her melodies are a little dry, but like the guitar and drum grooves were super cool. Um, but yeah, it wasn't, 
was my favorite. Overall, it got a, a 49.1, which is just under 50%, which is supposedly average. So I would agree with that. It would, I would say it was average. Yep. Yep. Um, but catchy, like, like you say, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we may as well talk about it because that was my number nine. Okay, great. Um, I actually kind of felt the opposite. I I do like her voice. Okay. I I even wrote down that I thought the vocal melodies were really good and that the guitar <laughs> and the drums were really boring. That's too funny. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially for like Paramore. And obviously people just do different things. But mm-hmm. like this is not your grandfather's early 2000s paramore anymore no um also if you have a grandfather from 2004 then I, that's crazy the old <laughs> or young young like a grandfather that was born in 2004 yeah that's what i thought you meant like if i if i had a grandfather <laughs> <laughs> sorry i digress you go ahead <laughs> um I, there's not much else to say, like in terms of, yeah, in terms of like rating it, 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 it is pretty average. It fell pretty average. I think I gave it 56 Okay. out of a hundred, but like, it's a good album to like chuck on at work or chuck mm-hmm. on in the background. Like it's a easy kind of easy listening. And there's some, there's some cool, like kind of funky tracks in there. I did enjoy it more than I thought I was going to enjoy it. I'll say that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh. We kind of went out of order. Are we doing snake order or just? Well, no, we did 10, 10, and then you just did your nine because your nine was my same 10. So no so snakey. No, so now it's my nine. My nine. Um, sorry. There was a lot that came out on February 17th. I'm just realizing. I'm updating that's, my list. Yeah. That's why I told you that f- <laughs> a bunch of mine are from February 17th. Well, that's like half the list is from February 17th. Yeah. Uh, my number nine for this month would be. I wish I'd put these in an order first or numbered them first, but I didn't. But I'm going to go with Avatar with the album Dance Devil Dance. Hmm. From Sweden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where is Paramore from? Do you know? They are from, I have it written down. I just have to find it again. Franklin, Tennessee in the U.S. of A. See, the thing is, is you will not know. Um, where my bands are from, if they're different. I actually looked them all up. I thought about it and looked up all those bands on the list so only if i just didn't read of uh, santa properly mm. like i don't know where graphic nature is from because i didn't have it on my list or have it on the, the, the list where they're from either yeah uh avatar i we kind of mentioned it last time that yep. they're pretty fun live but their recorded albums aren't like don't have the same punch to them this one was the same i I got really bored of it. I didn't listen to the whole thing. I didn't make it through the whole thing. Me neither. Yeah. So 51.7 for me. Yeah. This one, I mean, we've said it before on this pod that they're, um, 
they're a live band. They're not an album band. Totally. Um, and I very much felt that with this album. Um, also, his voice got like really grating on this album. I found too. Yeah, and, and I'm not sure why that is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're just they their albums are just kind of. I don't know their albums are just kind of boring but then you see them live and they're like so good and so i don't really it's like a theatrical show band right like a it i think that's part of the reason is they put on an amazing show like even as an opening yeah. like support act they just put on like a really great theatrical show right but i don't need to hear the groove from the drum and the bass or the drum and the guitars that boo da boo da boo da anymore ever once again <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you done with that? Yes. Um, before we get into that, I am just needing to send this really quick thing to a person for work. Cause Aha, I got, business. Yeah. I got a email and was like, oh yes, I forgot to do that. But it's done now. Nice. My number eight, would it be now? Yes. yes. My number eight. Um, this is an also a late entry. Um, I feel like with more time, this could have moved up, even though it's a six-song, 20-minute EP. Mm-hmm. But that is Heaven's Gate with their EP and All I Loved, I Loved Alone. Great title as well um this thing rips like i said six songs only 20 minutes long um very uh, i can't i don't know how to describe it it's metal it's yeah it's metal um very heavy like they kind of remind me of who was that when I was listening to it. I was like, oh, they're kind of like this band. I don't know, but there's some really heavy heavies, some really cool, like clean vocals mixed in there. Nice. Um, yeah. I don't have much more to say because, again, I just kind of discovered it the other day. Yeah. Um, Did you put a number on it? Like a rating? Yeah. Yeah, I ended up giving it um, 68 out of 100. Okay, okay. Yeah, Um, really good. Really easy to listen to, like, again, because it's only 20 minutes long. So, like, even though it's pretty heavy, it doesn't uh, feel, like, super long. Right. But it's mixed with some cool instrumental stuff and some clean vocals. Very good. Would highly recommend. Great. Great. Um, That's my number eight. Okay. My number eight. Is. Pierce the veil with the jaws of life. Oh, interesting. Mm hmm. Uh, I th- 
they're from San Diego, California in the USA. San Diego. San Diego. Um, I don't know. This, like, I think, I think that there's a little bit of bias on this one because I've listened to Pierce the Veil before and they've been so hit and miss with me. And then this album was very much a divergence from their sound, which normally I really dig, but I don't know. I think that, I think that it felt a little unrefined. Like it just, it was kind of boring. Nothing was a fully developed idea, and so it didn't really flow well for me. Mm-hmm. That's um, kind of where I'll leave it. Uh, 52.6 is my final score. Yeah, this was one of two albums on this list that I might check in for worst album of the year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I did not like this at all. I've never been a huge Pierce the Veil fan anyway. Yeah. Um, basically only that one album that's kind of considered like one of the core like metalcore albums that came out in yeah. those early 2000s. What's the one I'm thinking of? It's the one with the beach thing on the front or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, I listened to this, didn't get through it all and just deleted it out of my... I, d- I thought it was collide with the sky yeah yeah 2012 that looks right yeah selfish machines i liked too um i this felt just very um uninspired it didn't sound good yeah um yeah and it just missed a lot of their oomph that i remembered them having this was another album I didn't finish. I was bored, so I moved on. What's interesting to me already is we have a list of like 20 albums and two of the ones in your top 10 you didn't even get through. Well, the two of the ones and the ones I rated, I wouldn't say that they're my top 10. It's just the ones I was willing to like sit and analyze. Like I say, I was the metal has mm-hmm. been like hitting, hurting my head this week, so... I've been slowing down a bit on it. So that's why I'll clarify. I wouldn't say that they're my top 10 this week. They're just the ones I rated. Gotcha. Yeah. Did Um, you, did you rate Pierce the Veil? Oh God, no. Didn't even deserve it. (laughs) It would have got a very, very low score. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Seven. Yeah. My number seven is the one album I have from the late uh, late January releases. And that is the band The World is Quiet Here with the album Zon. That's also my number seven. Interesting. Well, yeah. let's talk about it. Um, okay. This is very they're, interesting to me. They're from Wisconsin, by the way. Wisconsin. Hello, yeah. Wisconsin. Yep. Um, tell me if this is accurate or if I'm out to lunch. This album felt like a mix between like Haken meets between the buried and me meets protest the hero. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. The only thing I would add is like, as if Howard Jones was their front man. Mm, kind of that. I don't, I don't know how to describe his. No, but the very the very first two songs, I was like, this is definitely Howard Jones. It's not, spoiler alert, but it I definitely <laughs> thought it was. 
Actually, there is Howard Jones news I just thought, just remembered. Oh, yeah? Uh, him and Adam Dukowitz are apparently making an album together, but it's oh, not Kill Switch Engage related. Okay. Cool. That'll be sweet. I hope it's a country album. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, this album was all over the place. A little tough to get through. But... That was almost exactly my note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Like there was cool moments. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. But yeah, not a frequent rotator for me. No, it got a low, a low repeat score. Mm -hmm. I think I gave it. Yeah, three. Yeah, 2.4 for me. Um, But it's it's one that I also want to like go back to and and keep giving it a chance. Mm -hmm. But it is very. It is very dense. Yeah. And a lot going on, but interesting. Well, what was your final score? What was my final score? Uh, 68. Guess what my final score was? 69? No, 68 also. Whoa. Yeah. There you have it, people. We had 20 albums to listen to this week, and Adam and I have listened to all the same albums, and our number seven was the same with the same score. Is this good listening or what? (laughs) (laughs) No one would have seen this coming. (laughs) That is kind of wild, though. That is, yeah. Um, Yeah, it's not very often we think basically the exact same thing about a record, but clearly we did. What was your highest? um, Vocals vocals was your highest okay yeah. interesting yeah guitars and drums were definitely my highest okay vocals was down there like 3.4 mm. yeah i like i'm mm. i'm i'm pretty partial to people that can like sing and scream and so it basically bumps it above a four in in my scale if they oh, is it that. the same person uh I I don't I, I don't know. I didn't look it up to be honest. I I actually don't know either. I just assumed because their timbre sounded similar. Hmm. Interesting. Um I'm trying to look that up real quick, but now I I don't know where to find it. Yeah, cuz they're a pretty underground band, right? The world is quiet here. Yeah. Interesting band name too. Yeah, because this is based on a book. Like, The World is Quiet Here is a book, I think. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure this is their debut or second album. Debut okay. or second album. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know the answer to that. But, I yeah, I based, I based my vocal score on it being the same singer. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, if you're looking for something very eclectic and kind of out there, but good. Kind of like Caligula's Horse. Do you remember that album from a few years ago? No. Okay. It's nothing then. Okay, cool. Great. That was a fun time. Uh, so that would have been your number seven. So now my six, I guess. Correct. Uh, my number six is a weird one. <laughs> um. Weird, but good, I think. Uh, my number six is Shrezzers. 
with their <laughs> album Sex and Sax. So funny story. This is also my number six. What the heck? Yeah. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I, I liked this way more than I thought I was going to like it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It didn't, it, the, the whole like album cover and the name and the just kind of general aesthetics behind this band didn't like kind of match their sound in a way, but also didn't at all. Cause it was it, mm-hmm. like, it was kind of sophisticated in a, in a way. Do you know felt- where they're, f- do you know where they're from? I just like, I don't think you can guess. Uh, are they in North America? No. Europe? No. Oh, geez. No idea. They're from St. Petersburg in Russia. Oh, that's in Europe. You doink. No, it's not. You're like, it's part of, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Europe and Asia and Russia oh, are all Asia. separate. Yeah. There's like I Eurasia, think, which is the whole thing. Yeah. I consider that whole thing. One area. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> in that case, you're right. They are from the earth. Um, <laughs> yes, they are not aliens. Uh, Russia. Interesting. That yeah. kind of is not, not surprising now that you say it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this gave this album, this album title gave you exactly what you expected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was interesting, but it, it, it worked somehow. Yeah. The only thing that I would say on that is that I found that the lyrical content was not very valuable. <laughs> yep. Um, there was a few moments where I was like, it's pretty cringy. Um, but that and then the other thing i'd say about it is that i found the saxophone really cool but i found that it was like almost relied on too much to to create their identity like there wasn't enough difference in the rest of the instruments and the rest of the songs and they always like broke down in the same way into the saxophone solos you know what i mean true yeah but overall yeah i liked it it was it was my number six Mm -hmm. as well so yeah, I'd I'd listen again, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was Yeah, just not what I kind of caught me off guard, which is maybe why it moved into number 6. Yeah, I thought it was going to be actually based on the intro track. I thought it was going to be more electronic. But it totally. wasn't electronic mm-hmm. at all. Did you did you though get far enough to hear the one song that was just very out of place and was kind of just like what is happening right now um uh, per pern i guess technically i guess it's called Pornhub. pavern yeah Pavern-hub. i th- I, I wasn't looking at the at <laughs> the song titles when i listened to it but like when i say like there is some cringy lyrics i think that that was the song i was thinking of that was it and it was very weird because they that song was like full on like like basically rap and didn't really fit anything mm-hmm. then what i thought was interesting was it bled into a song that that player's song also i hate how all of their songs are titled yes <laughs> but that player's song p7a three years 
Yeah. Um, had one of the best guitar riffs on the whole album. Right. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting that it just like went from this weird, stupid, like bad, <laughs> super bad song. And then just right off the hop, I was like, oh shit, this is a sweet guitar riff and yeah. just a really good song. So the only other song that jumped out at me was uh, Temperatura. <laughs> I think it's a really, it was a well written song. Like, and it just mm. kind of jumped, jumped, jumped out at me. Yeah. These guys would probably be fun live. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yep. Okay. What was your score? Two. Sixty-nine point eight. Mine was sixty-nine point one. Holy crap, guys! <laughs> yeah, this is really <laughs> again. It's, it's actually so funny that uh, yeah, we are hoping to get coverage of more albums, and here we are rating the same albums without talking about it. Yep. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I have a feeling our top five is going to be pretty different. Yeah, like I said, yeah, for sure. It looks that way. One, I think that um, um, the albums that I was having a hard time listening to and analyzing are probably in that list. Because they were good albums in your top five. Yeah, they didn't make it to my top five because I didn't analyze them, but Mm. I remember them being good. Right. What is your number five? What is my number five? Um, my number five is the Winery Dogs. Nice. With Guess what my number five is. <laughs> three. Is it really? Yeah. Holy crap. What the heck is happening? Um, <clears throat> weird. So we had the same number nine and the same seven, six, and five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm already a little surprised. I thought this was going to be higher for you. Mm. I thought this is generally stuff you enjoy more than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, this is number five because it's like it's really good. I would call it hard rock at this point. Totally, yep. Um, it's really good hard rock, like just um, well done, well crafted. But they're not like reinventing the wheel by any means. It's just no. It's just like your typical generic hard rock, but it's like but it's really good at the yeah, same time. <laughs> the, way, the way I put it is like, you know, it's exactly what you expect from a super group hard rock album. Yeah. Like it just, and I think like you're right, I do tend to like the hard rock more, but like something like uh, Mammoth with Wolfgang Van Halen, it's mm. like, I wouldn't consider that a super group, even though there's some history there. And like, same with like Maniskin, it's not a super group. Like well, it's just it's more of a group. It's one dude. Yeah, well, fair that enough. we learned. Yes, we did learn that. But like the point for me being is that like I think that super groups, they're really, really fun to listen to, but like it's almost just way too much to absorb. It's like on a different level. Yeah. The only so one like, that gets a pass, in my opinion, is Velvet Revolver, that debut album I mm, thought was fair enough. Awesome. Yeah. And I still listen to that to this day. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I know what you mean it's 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 like, like there's three dudes that know what they're doing and it's all very good yeah and they just write killer song after killer song after killer song and when everything's amazing nothing stands out <laughs> yeah yeah then there's like the old super groups that have had like the singles like toto and yes like those those guys are same thing if you listen to the albums it's like they're just amazing songs because they're great songwriters they're well seasoned yeah, yeah. 
Cool. What was your score? Um, what was my score? Got a pretty decently high score, I would say. Uh, mm-hmm. 72. Nice. Yeah, I was 69.7. Okay. Yeah. What was your high score? What was my high score? I mean, I'm partial to drums. Uh, that was that was up there. Production was my highest score because it sounded great. Yeah. Like, yeah, dr- drums are my highest too. Yeah, in the like in headphones, but also just in the car speakers. Yeah. Sounded really good. Nice and full. Full. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, may as well do your number four because it's probably the same as mine. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, is it you tell me your number four first this time? Okay. Uh, my number four was to the grave with director's cuts. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I did not think you were going to like this album. It was really cool. It was one of the only like really heavy metal albums that I listened to this week. And there's a lot on this list. Yeah. Or that I, that I considered rating, I should say. Not that I listened to. Gotcha. I'm going to need to give this one another chance because this one got bumped out of my 10. Oh, did it? Okay. Didn't love it. Yeah, it. Um, I don't know. There's there there's some cool grooves and some cool breakdowns. Like, and that's I think what caught me. All the other albums kind of like started to blend together, and this one jumped out at me as having some cool factor to it. And so, like, writing was a relatively high score. The vocals, uh, guitars, and drums were all fours. Mm-hmm. Um, my repeat was low. My repeat was a two because it's just it is a hard one to like. It's just really fucking heavy. Yeah, yeah. And I typically, I think I typically like the heavy more than you. Mm -hmm. And even I was like, (laughs) "Lord, this is heavy." I was like, it was a little overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. But again, headspace, right? Maybe I just wasn't in the right. I'm going to need to give this one another chance. Fair enough. So you didn't rate this one? I did not. I gave it 69.7 as well. So it actually got the same score as the winery dogs, but for totally different reasons. 69.7, but you're, it was the repeat that brought it down. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Cause you had some fours in there. That's right. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Um, my number four was distant. Nice. With the album heritage. Um, From Netherlands. Yeah. Deathcore is alive and well, friends. Um, and this is another one that um, I liked this one because they're doing. Um, I just I think I think I'm really enjoying what Deathcore is doing right now, like the Lorna Shores and the Fit for an Autopsies and the Shadow of Intense, and these guys fall right into it because they're there's just enough, like. Um, like new instrumentation and like kind of different breaks that you're not expecting mm-hmm. that break up all the super heaviness that make it a lot more listenable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed this album a, a lot, actually. Um, could have been even higher. That opening, well, the opening track was just whatever, but that paradigm shift just got me so pumped up and then even 
the title track heritage with of course will ramos from lorna shore yeah was just so good and then at first the only weak spot on the album for me was that argent justice which has like 25 features on it it's like there's like yeah like 20 different vocalists on this song good lord which when you listen to it you're like you're like what the hell is going on (laughs) and it's very like chaotic but if you watch the music video it really like lays out like who's singing what parts okay yeah and then you're kind of just like oh this is pretty well crafted and put together for such like a chaotic song yep um yeah century media is killing it right now i think for a record label like i mean they have lorna shore so there's that yeah but um in terms of like the death core they've they're they're doing something right i really enjoy this nice um what was your final score 76 (laughs) very nice that's getting up there I mean, I guess 76 <laughs> isn't that high. There was only one score over four with a 76. Yeah, it's well, it's in the top 70. It's in the top 25th percentile, which is like in the top quarter of all albums. Well, of all albums this year so far. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I very much enjoyed it. I got a, gave me, I gave it a 4.1 repeat. Wow. Very nice. Yeah. I just kept listening to it. It's good. Nice job, Distant. I'm sure we're not going to stop hearing about them in the distant future. That was a weird sentence. That's a (laughs) teaser, guys and girls. Uh, So now, do you want to do your number three since we kind of jumped around? Yeah, I kind of effed this all up. Um, (laughs) What the hell? My number three, which again, I'm sure we're going to hear about in the future or possibly right now, is In Flames mm, very with nice. the album Foregone. Um, is this also your number three or should we, go, should we go in depth now or no? This is my number two. Okay. Um, it was almost my number two. Mm. So we can go a little bit, I guess. Um, sure. So... The singles from this album were the ones that I listened to. Mm-hmm. The um, State of Slow Decay and The Great Deceiver. Those were the only two I heard before the album. And um, it's another victim of the singles, in my opinion, being the weakest parts of the album. Mm-hmm. But also not <laughs> yeah like time. once they once they fit into the context of the album <clears throat> they've got a little bit more sensical yeah um i will say if we're starting from the beginning which usually you do or <laughs> the beginning of all things should i say good lord um <laughs> that that intro track with like the acoustic stuff and i was like i was like this is really cool and maybe i'm just so used to like intro tracks like that leading into the second song Mm. but it was kind of just like this random acoustic instrumental track that didn't lead into the second song in any way right and it kind of threw me off guard like it felt 
it felt a little out of place mm. in terms of where it was an album. Like it almost would have been a better middle song to break up some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of threw me off guard. And then it went into state of slow decay, which I was just like, okay, I've heard this song like a, a thousand times at this point. Cause I did really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, that middle part, meet your maker bleeding out the two foregones. I really enjoyed. Um, and then the end of the album felt a little weak to me. Mm-hmm. So one thing I'll say about in flames, they've been around a long time, obviously. Um, even though they're, they were getting into like their heavier stuff after like a couple albums of more kind of hard rock arena rock style. Um, I appreciated that they are getting a little formulaic, mm-hmm. but they, they do have this way with like melodies, vocal melodies and guitar melodies. Those like all those like little lead lines throughout yeah, on guitar throughout the album are just so good. And they all kind of sound the same, but they also all just fit every song super well. And they just, they have this way. Guy like can write guitar, a riff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the guitar melody, especially that just like always brings me in no matter yeah. how good or bad the album is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna. The only thing I'd add, I agree with everything you said. The only thing I'd add is that, um, um, this, like, if you look at In Flames' trajectory, um, they kind of, like you say, have veered off for a little while. I felt like this album reminded me a lot of a sense of purpose. Like you could almost almost picked it up and dropped it in place of a sense of purpose. Ooh. Yeah. So it was like a, a cool throwback, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, A Sense of Purpose was that turning point where they started doing some more clean stuff and like slower songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and like spacier kind of like, like they left lots of room in, in their albums after A Sense of Purpose. Like this is a little bit more full of content. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, overall, I really liked it. It's just... And I gave it like a pretty high repeat score. Like it's easy to listen to, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, there's definitely some tracks, uh, at least two that come to mind that I was just like, I could probably, when I listen through this again, I can just skip these. Mm-hmm. Right. That bleeding out though, I really liked that one, which is funny because that's probably <laughs> one of the more basic ones on the whole album. <laughs> Well, sometimes, like you say, it's headspace. Like I was listening to Saliva before we got on the podcast because I just needed some like bare bones rock. True. Yeah. Uh, what was your final score? Um, still got a pretty high score. Uh, seventy-four point three. Do you want my score now? It's yeah, my number well. two. Yeah, may as well. It was 71.7. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So kind of kind of in that range, right? And uh, yeah. So that was my number two, so we can skip it at that point. Do you want my number three? I, yeah. And this is all over the place. Yeah. We, who needs snake drafts when you can choose random? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Uh, my number three was After Dusk with the album Fatalize. Uh, so good. Yeah. Um, I couldn't figure out where they're from except from the U.S. So I don't know if you know, but <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Um, I thought that like the tone on the the instruments. I thought that the recording, the production was really good. The singer is shit know. hot. Yeah, <laughs> shit hot is right. Yeah, that was my highest score. Was vocals was for a I got a four point three. Same. Hey, I got, I gave it a four point three too. Nice. We are on the same page today. Um, and then the other place that has stood out to me was the writing. It, uh, just really interesting songs and arrangements and really good like breaks and flow and like it just it was yeah. a really well put together album. Um, I'll say more about this later. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. My final score was seventy one point seven, which was a tie within Flames, but for different reasons again. Gotcha. Uh, my number two, another album that caught me off guard in terms of how much I liked it and just pumped me right up. That is the band Half Me. Mm, nice. Not a good band name. No. Um, They're from Germany. Germany. Yeah. Uh, their album was called Soma, also one of the many that was released on February 17th. Um on a rising empires label, one of the best, better up and coming labels in my opinion right now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I love this. I loved every second of it. Basically that opening track just got me so amped and ready to go. And it really just set the tone for the rest of the album, which was good. Not too short, not too long. Mm -hmm. it just, yeah all in all really well done it basically got like like fours or 4.1s across the whole board yeah it um it was the one of the albums that like had i been in a better headspace to sit down with a lot of metal i think this one would be up there for me too because i remember listening to it and being like yeah i gotta come back to it and then every time i went back to him like no i'm not feeling it no i'm not feeling it no i'm not feeling it so kind of went by the wayside for me but yeah good good stuff yeah just i yeah i loved it i loved every second of it um so yeah what's what's interesting about how we score these now because like i look at like genre specific and things within that genre this genre mm -hmm. and um Yeah, that's why all like basically every single score is like four, 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 four point one, four, yeah. four point one. So my total was an exact eighty. Eighty, fantastic. Because the repeat score got like four point three because I was yeah. just loving it. Sweet. Yeah, great album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So your number two was in Flames. Yes. From Sweden. Um, so my number one, we said we'd get back to it. I'm also really glad because I know what your number one is now. And I know oh, that. Oh, no, I, you, sorry. I was actually going to correct you on that. I wasn't alluding to anything. I was just making a pun. That's not my number one. Half me? Uh, distant. Oh, it is your number one or isn't? N is not. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know oh, okay. what your number one is. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. But what I was going to say is it makes me happy because I know what your number one is and I know that a certain album didn't make it into your top 10. <laughs> and we will talk about that later. Okay, gotcha. Was, gotcha. Holy shit, that was bad. <laughs> um, my number one is After Dusk. Sweet. Fatalize. Um, I, man, this band knows what they're doing. It reminded me of like old architects. And I have to yeah. stress old architects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, yeah. I mean, you covered it pretty well. Like every, everything was very well written, super well laid out. Um, guitars and vocals were awesome. It sounded great. Just everything about it was great in terms of, in terms of uh, an album of this genre, um, it's like up there in that genre for albums of the year, in my mm-hmm. opinion, if we're going just genre specific. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All other metalcore bands, watch out. I could have sworn when I listened to it, I was like, this band's from Australia, but they aren't. Nope. Um, 81.3. Ooh, was my great final score. score. My repeat score was 4.8. I almost wanted to give it a five. Yeah, because I, I listened to this over and over. The The first day I heard it, I probably listened to it like three or four times in a row. Yeah. Just couldn't get enough. And it's uh, self-released. They're not on a record label. They're just self-produced on their own label. So I was wondering. Good for that. them. Yep. All right. My number one? Come get your number one. <laughs> Oh, good. Yeah. So you were you were paying attention for all the yeah for all you audience members out there. The my number one of this week is the one that Adam told me I had to listen to from January, mm. and it was worth it. <laughs> it was L King with the album "Come Get Your Wife," Rob Schneider's daughter. Can you believe it? No, <laughs> so weird, <laughs> but also kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like when you look at her and see her. I actually don't know what she looks like. I don't think I could pick her out of a crowd. I haven't looked that carefully. Well, she's on an album cover. I just didn't look at it. Um Okay, I'm I'm looking now. Rob Schneider. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're related. Did you know? Yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she just has such a great country voice. Every song was catchy. The instrumentalists that she put in as as session players or brought, or the producer brought in or whoever brought in as session players were just like in their game Mm -hmm. They're in their pocket. Every song had just a great hook. I actually found like I was listening to it and I had to go like pick up a guitar and play along. Like I just was like driven to join her on that journey. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's why it got my highest rating or highest position of this week. Um, overall, actually, it was the highest rated of this week also at 73.1. Um, yeah, last month I gave it an even 80. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Vocals being the highest score, of course. Yeah, vocals were the highest for me. And and I put all the instruments, like all the session players, like banjos and 
keys and whatever all in the same, and they got a 3.9 also. Interesting. Yeah. Just, I don't, yeah, there's not much else to say. Solid all around. Yeah. Really good. El King. Yeah. So I'm, thank you for that suggestion because it was, mm -hmm. yeah, that was a good one. It was worth it. That's our and list, it, folks. That oh. is our list. What were you going to say? I was going to say that uh, I started the month with El King. So I think that it kind of set up my brain for like as I rated it so well that it set up my brain not to listen to metal this month. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. I was comparing everything to El King and I was, yeah, I just wasn't there. Um, some honorable mentions before we go. Um, that Void of Vision album that was on our list, mm -hmm. that was actually their three EPs that they released over the course of last year. Okay. All combined into one album, just set in a different order. Okay, gotcha. I thought um, it sounded familiar. I was, I was listening to it. I was like, this sounds yeah. like they just rewrote it. Yeah, no, it's it's all, it's all just the same three songs from that EP, just in an album format, but they're, gotcha. not, they're not in the same order of like how they were released. They've mixed right. them up, which is interesting. Um, and it gave it kind of a new experience, which is the only reason why I put it on there. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't put it in my 10 because I, I heard all 12 songs before. Right. Um. Skrillex, his first album specifically, Quest for Fire. Yeah. Um, if you were going to listen to this album expecting dubstep Skrillex from <laughs> however many years ago, uh, you did not get that at all. No. But was extremely good. And I don't love electronic music. No. This was awesome. So he decided to release two albums back to back over two days. Mm -hmm. um, the the second one, I just it just wasn't the same. Very different. But yeah, this quest for fire was was quite good. Just a really good chunk on in the background. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my other one that almost made it in was Insomnium. Yeah, Insomnium, I just listened to it for the first time yesterday and I was like, ah, should I spend some more time with it? And I just never got a chance to. Yeah, if same. If I list, if I spent more time with it, it maybe could have cracked my 10, but mm -hmm. it's very good. Yep. Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, no, no. <laughs> there is two other ones on our list that I just didn't bother listening to. And is that gorillas and and Godsmack? Yeah, you didn't listen to Godsmack. No, all? no, because I, I well, the reason being is I knew I wasn't going to rate it, and uh, I could listen to it after today's recording. <sighs> Good fucking luck. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god, it's so bad. Is it? It first of all, like yeah. it's 2023. Learn how to produce your album properly. <laughs> The vocals are just brutal. Like you can tell the guy can't sing anymore. Yeah. So and yeah. and like very Ozzy Osbourne, like super overdone. Oh no. And like has a weird 
effect on it. I made it to the second song, which is I think called Red, White, and Blue. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to be a song about America. Sure enough, it's a big old song about America. <laughs> and it's, man, it, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't even know. Like this is bordering on, on skillet bad. Is that right? It was horrendous. Lordy. So I sent Adam an article earlier this week, and I'm not sure who else has seen it, but there was an interview with Godsmack about them continuing to tour, but not writing an album anymore. And because they wanted to end on top, because in their words, they had released hit after hit after hit, and they didn't want to burn out their career. And so they decided to stop recording albums. And by what you just told me, Adam, is that they decided to do that one album too late. Uh, and not that I say the other albums are amazing, but for the right people, they could be. I was going to say, I would argue five albums too late. <laughs> I haven't liked anything of theirs since Faceless. Oh, no, for sure. I mean, either, but for the right people, maybe. Well, sure. Yeah. The same people that are still following and loving. I was right. Five story. albums too late. Yeah. Nice. Um. Yeah, this is one that I just want you to listen to just to hear how bad it is. <laughs> okay. You're putting it on my list for next month? No. Because, <laughs> I mean, you said you're going to check it out. Yeah, like, I was going to check it out on the way into work today. Good God. I just, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. It might not be, I don't know. Since we've been doing this, it might be the worst album we've list, we've I've listened to. Okay. It's down there for yeah. sure. Couldn't couldn't do it. I think I'd rather listen to the new Nickelback album. <laughs> um all that being said, I think I think the album I'm going to give you to listen to, it'll be a nice easy one. Yeah. I think you should check out that that Heaven's Gate EP. Yeah, that one I kind of put on myself, so that's a... I mean, I would say give that half me another chance, of course. Yeah. You had already kind of started it. Yeah. Yeah, that Heaven's Gate EP is really good. Okay. Short and sweet. Um, yeah, you mentioned all the albums that I was really into um, this, this month. I did go back and listen to the ARCs from January. I wasn't that mm. impressed. It was pretty good. I liked it better than the last Black Keys record. Okay, fair enough. Um, and I listened to the Osaya Kronos EP as well. Yeah, that was, it was yeah, it was pretty okay. Yep, exactly. So, yeah, I've got nothing else to add to you. Although, I was told this week that we dropped the ball last year, and we didn't listen to Beyonce's album. I did. Did you? Oh, I yeah. didn't. Oh, whoops. It was in our list. Was it? Oh, I just yep. didn't. Hmm. My bad. I didn't even think it was that. Everyone's calling it the album of the year. I mean, yeah. Her, her <laughs> yeah. Lemonade album is fantastic. Yeah. This one was... Not, not there? Not for me. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so I don't think we missed anything. <laughs> okay. Sweet. Good. Um, well, I'm just going to put that to the grave album back on my list for next month. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you rated it pretty. What was in your top five? Yeah, it was right reasonable. Yeah, yeah, top five. So I'm going to give that one a chance. Um, we have quite the list for next month. Um, and that's just albums that have been announced. Mm-hmm. There might be some more announced for me already, just from the singles that I've heard, there's a, there's like some album of the year potentials in here for like one, two, three, four, five, six bands. Okay. Sweet. In my opinion. Uh, which album are you most excited about for March that we know about? Oh, dear Lord. Um, I know mine, but. Can I give you three? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, but then no dessert. <laughs> yes. Um, nostalgia wise, the ongoing concept I'm very excited for. And that new, that first single they released prisoner again. Yeah. Is unreal. So good. Um, again, periphery. I'm very excited to hear what the rest of the album sounds like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard the first two singles. Um, there's a lot of talk going around about this Haken album. That's that that's mine. Yeah. Yeah. That's mine. That it's supposedly like the best album of their career. Trump, so, yeah. Yeah, those ones I'm really looking forward. To. Like, I'm looking forward to so much of these. I'm, I mean, I already can't wait to hear the Fall Out Boy album because of how good that first single is. Mm-hmm. August Burns Red, and yeah, Chelsea Grin, uh, Chelsea Grin, Sitting uh, Color, Bury Tomorrow, oh, Invent yeah, like, Animate. I know that, this next month. <laughs> and again, that's just what's been announced. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of things I wanted to. I know there's there's one thing that we haven't talked about yet that was on our list, and that was the uh, new Atreyu single. Oh yeah, I like it. I like what Brennan's doing with with their with their dealio. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's another Atreyu song. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like everything they've done in ten years. Yeah, but like ever since um that album with the ship becoming the bull is on it. Oh, um, lead sails and paper anchors. Yes, thank you. With the ship, see, I told you. <laughs> yeah. Ever since then, and ever since, um, I can't remember his name, but their screamer left, and Brennan kind of took over Alex vocals. Something, something. Yeah, they've been uh, on an interesting track, like redefining a little bit of what they're doing. But one of the things that I noticed is that, like, Brennan was clearly a huge writing force on lead sails and paper anchors. Oh yeah. Because ever since then, it's been on like his train and before that they were definitely more like that scene kind of screamo uh train mm-hmm. yeah we'll see if this leads into an album announcement i liked baptize so yeah i don't think i liked that one all that much no i remember you not liking it very much but that was one i remember listening to a few times while making dinner yeah um, the one album announcement I wanted to go over, actually, there's two. Um, <laughs> that ba- the the uh, Stephen Harris's son, the Raven Age, <laughs> they have a new album coming out. Um, the, new, the new single is 
is probably the best song they've ever done. Oh, okay. So it's intriguing. Okay. Um, and uh, Einar Solberg from the lead singer of Lep- Leprous is doing a solo album. Oh my lord. Uh, yeah. And it's called uh, 16 and it's coming out on June 2nd. Which is funny because 14 days after that, it would be June 16th and you'd think, <laughs> why not just release it then? <laughs> but no, it's not. Okay. okay. Um, the, uh, I, l- I also listened to the lead single from that album and it's, it's going to be very interesting. Is it Leprous-like or is it more like that operatic kind of Einar-ness? Both. Oh, okay. <laughs> right yeah. On. yeah. It, I think I think it, it has potential to be very, very, very good. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, he can sing in my ears anytime. Right? Yeah. Uh yeah, I think that's it. Uh we'll keep an eye on this uh Avenged Sevenfold story because that's very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we have a big, big march coming up. I'll uh add some some things. Yeah, you'll update our list. Also, feel free to add things that come up there. I know, you always just beat me to them. I know, but I'm relying on you to add the non-metal ones, really. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be better. We do have a non-metal, we have Luke Combs next month. Yes, yep. And City in Color. Yep. The rest I, uh... of it is all metal. <laughs> yeah. I have a Hold new up. source for for good music like that, so I'll uh, I'll add them as I know. Sweet, yeah. I feel like we need to have a conversation after this about who this new source is. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye then. <laughs> Is that this it? Is, <laughs> this is what is spinning. <laughs> listen to it. Yeah. And listen to the Metallica song list, set list, song, set song, list, song, draft list. Mm-hmm. And I hated it. <laughs> yeah. But it was fun. Uh, support local music. Yes. The, Our next uh, recording might be, oh no, that's in April. Never mind. Yeah. Psych. It might be the same as this one, just with March <laughs> music. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>